You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, Rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. Hello and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for the Star Wars Resistance episode, Live Fire. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, my faithful co-pilot, Matt the Crankster Cranky. Hey, what's going on? Woo! What a... Wow. What a... I don't know what to say, man. This has been a crazy couple of days. Pretty good episode of uh, Resistance, but man, a, a really exciting trailer, and jeez. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be one of those uh, episodes, Mike, where obviously the news is going to outweigh uh, anything we talk about in Resistance in yeah. this particular week, you know what I mean? But uh, shoot, I guess we're going to just get right into it, huh? Yeah, let's just jump right into it. So the trailer released uh, as of this recording last night. Uh, tickets went on sale. I got my tickets. I didn't get the best tickets for opening night. I'm a little bit bummed about that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but I've also got tickets for the Saturday um, so the, the Friday, sorry, the Thursday night opening night, Crystal and I will be going with some friends. Uh, but uh, I'm going to see it in IMAX 3d, but, uh, nice. Saturday, Saturday morning, we're actually going to take Kara to her first star Wars movie. Whoa, in the theater. Awesome. So, yeah. So that's exciting. That should be fun. <clears throat> the tree. Um, yeah. You know the so thing, uh, Oh, just I'm just gonna jump on the ticket thing because yeah. you had mentioned it. Um, I was a little frustrated, not frustrated, but I think a lot of us, mm-hmm. including myself, thought, you know, I'll wait for the trailer, and then when the trailer, then maybe okay, now the tickets. Well, luckily, I I just happened to come across something that said uh, you might want to check tickets, and sure enough, I did way before halftime of the game. By, by the way, the tickets were already selling. I'm like, oh yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like, oh no. So you jump in there. I try to get the six o'clock on the UHD theater, the Dolby Atmos theater. Um, like you said, Mike, not not the ideal seats I wanted. I mean, obviously you want. I wanted the middle halfway. You know, yeah. Everybody knows kind of where they go. Those were already sold out. So I got. I still got in the middle. I'm dead center. I'm just a little forward. I'm, I think I'm the fourth row, which is for the theater I'm at is actually not bad, but. Obviously, it's not the ideal one. So I was a little bummed because I thought this is the time I'm going to be the first one into this queue yeah, yeah, yeah. to get some tickets. But 
but it, it's all right. You know, I'm going to see it plenty more times over that weekend, probably three times. Um, yeah. I'm definitely going Saturday, like you said, and possibly uh, I might squeeze one in Friday, even if I have to go on my own. No big deal. So, yeah, ticket thing was and, – and you know what? I think a lot of people were talking about that because everybody, I think, was expecting this thing to wait until the trailer hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just they just said, hey, tickets, here you go. As it was, I want to say it was like an hour before uh, – not necessarily the game, but at least an hour before it was, it was into the game when I found out tickets were on sale. So that was kind of frustrating, but Hey, it's all good. We got our tickets. And, uh, on that note, everybody's talking about how it's, you know, double end game ticket sales and yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. It seems like every big blockbuster yeah. breaks some kind of record nowadays. So I, yeah. I don't know. And Whatever. then the next one will break this record and then the next one breaks that record and so on yeah. and so on and so on. Yeah, no, they, um, <clears throat> so here's the thing. Here's the reason why. Okay. Because, uh, they come up with great ways to inflate ticket prices. So, um, the, the Thursday showings are a part of that. That inflates the opening weekend, so you can say that your opening weekend is bigger or whatever. Um, right. With this one, with Star Wars, they do all these different types of events, right? So you can get your regular movie tickets, sure, but then you also you get your IMAX 3D, which is more expensive. You get your... Uh, a fan event, which is a different price, I believe, from a regular ticket, a regular admission price ticket, and it comes with a pin and a poster or something. Um, you could go to a double bill of of uh, the Last Jedi and and uh, Rise of Skywalker, or a triple bill of all three of the sequels. Um, you can go to a nine movie marathon that is twenty one <laughs> hours long, right? Ooh. And and those yeah. aren't those ticket prices are not your regular general admission ticket price. So that's how they do it, right? That's how, that's how they beat these things out. Like, um, infinity or sorry, Endgame managed to, to beat records by doing double showings with infinity war. And the last Jedi managed to beat, uh, the force awakens because it had the force awakens double billings with the last Jedi, right? That's how I saw it. Um, was a double, was a double bill. So, um, yeah, I mean, like it's, 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 it's news for news sake. Um, the important thing is that everybody's going to go out there and see this movie and then, uh, and then, you know, we'll form our opinions and I'm, I'm sure that you and I will love it. Um, based on this trailer, like, um, there's lots that I'm really excited about. Um, the, th- uh, once again, JJ Abrams, great job. <laughs> awesome trailer, tons of new stuff, zero answers. Zero answers. (laughs) It's all just... Oh, jeez. It's all just setting Uh, and characters. Yeah, Um, it is. I was clueless coming out of this thing. I just, like I saw on Twitter, I I have no idea where this is going, and I'm okay with that. It's it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's also... I don't feel that there were any massive reveals in this trailer. No, Um, exactly. That said, there are a few very big misdirects, before we get into the actual trailer, one of the misdirects I want to talk about first goes all the way back to Star Wars Celebration. You remember, you remember that poster that leaked, and everybody mm, was like, "There's yeah. no way that this is real because there's C-3PO with a bandolier and bowcaster, and what's this big orange monster thing on one side, right?" 
And then they come out at Celebration. They're like, oh, yeah, that's Claude. And Claude is a, Claude's oh, yeah. a very important character in the movie. And then not too long ago, that poster resurfaced and Claude had been removed. And in his place was Rose Tico. Oh, oh Rose. Okay. Yeah. And um, I think the reason for that, there was a, there's a bit of an outcry around Force Friday and some of the marketing and stuff of like, we haven't seen Rose. How come we haven't seen Rose? How come we don't know anything about Rose? And then we see Rose in this trailer and she's she's with uh, Dominic Monaghan's character. Uh, and uh, I believe that the reason why we haven't learned anything about about where Rose is at in this story is that what Rose is doing is very, very spoiler heavy. So they're not going to talk about it. They're just not going to talk about it until after the movie comes out. Right. Um, Yeah. It's like Benicio del Toro's character in the last Jedi, right? Like we got the name DJ. And other than that, we didn't get anything. He's not in the trailers. He, we didn't get like a little synopsis of him or anything like that. Like we just maybe there was maybe like a really vague description of like oh yeah they meet him and he's a he's a very nefarious character you can't tell if he's on the good guy side or the bad guy side or something like that um something very vague in general um and I think that this is very similar to that where it's like uh who knows it, uh, Maz Kanata is a great example as well of a character like this where it's like what what is what is this character up to so. Um, I think that that was a big misdirect. I don't, I, Claude is probably in the movie, but I don't think that he is in the movie. Like, I don't think that he's a main character. I think that he's in the background of a scene or something like that. He's a cantina alien. Right. And they just used it as an opportunity to, um, to get fans hyped and speculating about something that's not even there. It's 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 like um, with Infinity War and Endgame. There are scenes in those trailers that full on are not in the movie, um, and <laughs> yeah. and not because of like oh they're on the cutting room floor. No, no, no. They create scenes or they modify scenes so that we um, don't uh, don't don't know things going into the movie, or we're. They're misdirects, right? We're looking in the wrong direction. Oh, so, sure, um, sure, yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that Claude is a misdirect, um, and I, he, he is the if if there was an action figure, he'd be the, uh, um, Constable Zuvio. Zuvio, I was gonna say Zuvio. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but let's get yeah. let's get into the actual trailer. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of cycle us through, and Matt, you're probably gonna follow along with me. Uh, and and I'm just gonna kind of go through it scene by scene. So obviously we start with Ray in the jungle. She's dropping her mm. uh, her her helmet, which is very reminiscent of like a scout helmet, but it's got that red on it. And yeah. uh, clearly she's doing some training because she's being chased by a remote that she's batting away some uh, some uh, Blast. blaster bolts. Mm. Uh, she yeah. goes and she's running across this log and then it transitions to her jumping across this chasm, uh, presumably inside the Death Star, right? I think that's what we're meant to assume here. Um, sure, yeah. It actually looks, I would say it looks a little bit familiar. Um, that kind of looks like the the walkway and um, 
the one of those towers that Obi-Wan is on when he's uh, shutting down the tractor beam. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm inferring a lot, but, uh, but, but, you know, it's, there's a lot of very familiar scenery in this, uh, in this trailer. Um, and then we dissolve the forest moon at the beginning. Is is it the forest moon? moon? No, I think it's, yeah. Because you know, what's funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The reason the only thing I makes me think that is they haven't said like, in previous, you know, in the movies, they go, oh, this is going to be Jakku. This is going to be, yeah. you know, in Solo, they name planets that aren't what we thought they might have been. Yeah. Um, this one, they haven't said, oh, we know of Pasana, that one kind of planet that has the party going on or whatever. Um, but they haven't named yet. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it is, like you said, you know, could it be um, Yavin or something like that? So. Again, that's up in the air. But anyway, uh, yeah. so we got to uh, her jumping, and then it cuts to Finn, right? Yeah, and then it cuts to Finn, who I... Yeah, I, I just to go back to this planet for a second, I am racking my brain, but, but in the one shot where she's making the jump, she runs up the log and makes the jump, I feel like there yeah. are palm trees in the back. Not, not palm tree palm trees, but like sort of jungle uh, leafy trees. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I believe that that's Yavin. I think that that's where mm-hmm. the the resistance has retreated to is to the Masasi temples. Um, we uh, yeah That'd we cut yeah. we cut to Finn looking through some macro binoculars, and then uh, and then back to the jungle, um, and then and then into a, a hangar bay, that um, I, in case you you maybe didn't notice, uh, there's a lot of characters gathered around. Um, it looks yeah. like the the landing strut of a ship of some kind. And um, on in the on the right hand side, you can see uh, Poe, but right there, just kind of off center, in the middle of the frame, is Lando, and uh, yeah. it looks like this is a maybe a briefing, but it also looks a little bit like maybe uh, maybe Lando's kind of holding court, just kind of the way that yeah. uh, the way that he's so prominent <laughs> there. But I don't know. Everybody yeah. is kind of facing Poe, so this would this would kind of make sense with um, with the end of the last Jedi and where uh, Leia was moving Poe. It's been a, it's been a little while. It's been at least a year or two. Um, I think we'll know a little bit more once, uh, once resist it's resistance reborn. Is that the, that the novel? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Once that yeah. comes out, I think, I think at that point we'll, we'll know a little bit better where, where Poe is in the, uh, in the hierarchy. I, it's, it's kind of my opinion that he's not, he's not the leader of the resistance, but he's he kind of, holds the position that Leia holds in the rebellion yeah. at this point. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then we see that shot that I was talking about before of Rose with, uh, Dominic Monaghan's character in the background there. Um, we also see some of those horse creatures and some people running onto what looks like it's maybe a transport of some kind. Um, maybe that's a first order transport. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a resistance thing. Um, and maybe I I think that they're on the surface of one of those uh, one of those star destroyers. Um, star destroyer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that this might be sort of towards the end of that sequence with everybody kind of trying to get off of the star destroyer. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see a little bit more hopefully uh, in the future. Uh, we see Poe, Finn, and Chewbacca in front of Poe's brand spanking new orange X-wing. 
Orange um, X-Wing, yeah. Yeah. Chewie has never <laughs> yeah. looked better. And I mean, like, Chewie looked yeah. great in Solo, but Chewie has never looked better than he looks in this movie. Um, I think he's, he just, the, the, the visual of him just looks fantastic. Um, but yeah, clearly we're, we're getting ready for something, uh, uh, shipping out or whatever. Again, this looks like that same jungle planet. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and those, those fronds in the background make me think jungle more than arboreal forest, like in, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm starting to convince me now. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, Finn's Finn's new look is I mean like Poe's new look is great as well but I mean I think that's self evident. Um, mm-hmm. We don't need to talk. Poe always looks great, but Finn is looking real good. I really like Finn's um, his wrist bracers because they look kind of they look kind of Boba Fett ish, right? Like uh, uh, they they kind of they kind of look like they've got some some gear on them. Uh, so maybe we'll see something oh, yeah. like that. Maybe they yeah. control something so like a droid or a ship or something. Yeah, but, the gods, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we see and then we see the Tantive Four possibly. Um Yeah, definitely a Corellian Corvette. But um, definitely a Corellian Corvette taking off yeah. from the surface of this jungle. Uh and then we smash cut to these huge waves smashing into the wreckage of the Death Star <laughs> yeah. with Ray and Beautiful then coming shot. out of the water uh with yeah. Kylo Ren. Um and this 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 dialogue at the beginning is really great because uh it's kind of you know Poe's kind of talking about like I I if if I there there good people will fight if we lead them um, and then uh, and then there's the um, uh, uh, Finn's line I I I what's what does Finn say Oh shoot I can't remember But he it, it makes me think of something of you know force sensitivity on on his part yeah like yeah he's talking about Ray, like right? the force guiding them yeah like the force yeah the like oh wait yeah. um yeah. and then we get and then we get ray's line which is so good of uh everybody thinks they know me but but none yeah. of you know me and then kylo ren saying but i do um I do, which, yeah. is, <laughs> which is so good and then we get one of my favorite shots and one of the most mysterious interesting things in the trailer um this uh, iceberg. I mean, like it's a yeah. it's a giant iceberg out in space. Um, these appear to be first order ties because um, they've got that flat engine on the back, and and it looks like they might even be special forces because um, I yeah. see I see those turrets and um, and yeah. the red markings. But um, yeah. I have some speculation about this uh, later. I I think that that the first order is coming here to discover something, but uh, I also think that this is actually not a first order installation i think this is imperial um and mm. i think maybe it's been yeah. dormant for a yeah. while um but we'll get mm. to that um yeah so yeah lots of tie fighters and then the throne uh with the palpatine's <laughs> voice over long have Woo, i waited um and yeah. so there's been a lot of scuttle online about the fact that this throne is directly sourced from some ralph mccory art that was meant to be used for return of the jedi um for the emperor's throne room in that um so really really cool i'm excited to see more of that um but uh and then we see this star destroyer and this this appears to be an imperial star destroyer not a first order star destroyer uh emerging is it it looks maybe from the water, but it also looks yeah. like it's breaking through ice. So I it think that cool, yeah. um, 
I think that that massive comet asteroid meteor iceberg thing um, is like I said, it's a dormant Imperial facility and that, uh, and that there maybe are some star destroyers frozen into it. Um, and maybe mm. that's not the only one of those big icebergs that maybe the reverse of that shot that we saw will show us a whole lot more um, because we know that there's a lot of star destroyers yes. in this oh, yes. movie. And then uh, speaking of a lot of ships, uh, we, we flip back over to uh, the shot that was in that teaser that we got for the trailer um, of all of these ships in the resistance, uh, all getting ready to, uh, to launch the assault. Look at all those things. Yeah. So, Jeez. uh, notable ships, obviously we've got the millennium Falcon. We've got some Mon Cal cruisers. We've got some hammerheads, uh, hammerhead Corvettes. Uh, uh, we've got a star fortress bomber, a la, uh, uh, the last Jedi. We've got a wings, Y wings, uh, yeah. There's a B-wing up in the in the top right. Uh, there's a U-wing uh, underneath a ship that appears to be a freighter mm. like the Aravana, uh, Han's ship in uh, in The Force Awakens. And, of course, mm. uh, just off-center on the right-hand side of the screen is the Ghost, uh, <laughs> hopefully piloted by Harrison Dula and maybe yeah. even Jason. And some people might not have noticed, but next to the Ghost, right next to it, it, it appears to be the um, oh shoot I just had it it was just I just had it in my head um, oh. from, from also from Rebels, from Rebels? yeah, yeah. Um, I, the sun uh, the um, oh, man I know what you're talking about it starts with an S I believe I had uh, it I had it and then and then it, just before I said it I uh, uh, my brain went blank um, yeah but I I Ketsuono's ship. Um, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Uh, dang, I can't remember the name of the ship. I feel really bad about that. But um, uh, I'll give credit to to Jonah Marie for uh, being the one to pick that up first, as far as I could tell. Um, but yeah, lots and lots and lots of ships all coming together. Shadowcaster. That's Shadowcaster. It. Thank you. Yes. Um, so yeah, really, really cool. Uh, and obviously, you've got. Uh, I, I think if we look in the cockpit, I think it's actually Lando that's in the cockpit. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I was trying to see that. It looks, yeah. It, yeah, it looks like Lando. You can kind of see Lando and Chewie um, leading this charge. So this looks like the beginning of the, the space battle towards the end of the film. Uh, well, well, I'm guessing towards the end of the film. Yeah. My guess <laughs> is that this is the, the Avengers assemble moment of, yeah, uh, of right. the film. Um, and then we get this little this little clip that was the tease um, for the for the trailer of uh, of everybody coming aboard the Falcon, um, and then uh, more of Ray and uh, Kylo battling on uh, on the wreckage of the Death Star. Something exploding in space, maybe, maybe not. Maybe yeah. it's not in yeah. space. Uh, well, no, yeah, it looks like it's off yeah, the bow of the Star Destroyer. Um, yeah. But, uh, or no, not off the bow, off the side of a Star Destroyer. Uh, and then we've got some sort of a skiff ship uh, heading towards the Death Star wreckage. And then one of the most interesting things, uh, this little the little uh, droid builder guy uh, with his hands hard at work in the back of 3PO's head. Um, and uh, and this, is where, this is where the, uh, the, the trailer gets emotional. Uh, when right. Pose says, what are you doing there, 3PO? And 3PO says taking one last look sir 
at my friends. Yeah. And, Almost like uh, the hammer home, the hammer home kind yeah, of moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. like the, the opposite of that. Right. And this is when the music starts to swell and it gets so good. Um, yeah. So we've got Han, uh, Han, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Poe, uh, Chewie and Finn running through, it looks to be the corridor of a star destroyer. Um, blasting stormtroopers and just mount them down. We've got that shot of princess Leia that we've seen. Um, uh, which is, uh, I think, very clearly the the reused footage from The Force Awakens. But uh, yeah. uh, obviously, we haven't seen much else of Leia, um, which no. leads me to believe that that's that's we will see her at the beginning of the movie, and I, and maybe we'll see her towards the end. But uh, but we won't see a lot of Leia in the film. And then we got no, I can't. BB-8 yeah. saving the day with a quick uh, uh, <laughs> firework uh, uh, rocket blast and. Uh, a great transition, I think, of Finn cheering, uh, moving over, like transitioning right into Lando, and then one of the most talked about uh, shots in the trailer: this Y wing just Y-wing. hammering those Tie Fighters and going after that Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer, yeah, this is like old school stuff right here. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then, and then one of the other most talked about scenes: these uh, uh, horse creatures. On the deck of a Star Destroyer, <laughs> BB-8, BB-8 just rolling alongside. Yeah, um, that's but, funny. Uh, but uh, Finn and Janna uh, there um, leading the charge. And then we've got uh, uh, Ray and Kylo in the Emperor's throne room on the Death Star. What a great shot that is. So Woo! amazing. Um, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, such, a, such powerful imagery there. Um, standing where their predecessors once stood um and uh, i i uh, steel saunders from steel wars made a great uh tweet uh you got to admire the construction of uh i'm paraphrasing but he's, he said something along the lines of you got to admire the construction the installation of that throne because it's still sitting there yeah. death star explodes <laughs> but it's all right the chair's still there, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got Finn on the wreckage of the of the Death Star yelling to Rey. Uh, it looks like Janna is behind him. Um, and, and then... Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the shot, right? The shot of the trailer. Uh, what appears to be Rey and Kylo at first glance destroying the pedestal yes. that holds Darth Vader's helmet. But... Uh-huh. Um, Many of us are speculating uh, uh, that, that, this, that this is actually in the midst of their battle. The fight, um, right? Yeah. Uh, possibly an accident, but in my opinion, I think that this is Ray redirecting Kylo Ren's lightsaber through the podium um, and that this will be part of the emotional climax of the battle. Um, Mm -hmm. of whatever this fight is. Uh, The thing that I find really interesting is that this is very obviously first order architecture, um, but it's all in pure white. And that's dark white, man. That's very different from what we've seen before, but I'm going to, until I discover otherwise, I'm going to choose to believe that this is Kylo Ren's uh, new aesthetic for the first order as he tries to, convinced mm. himself that uh that although it's it it is the first order and and he is the uh supreme leader that uh he believes he's a good guy not that he's not evil but that he is the one 
who's uh, uh, going to save the day and, and bring order to the galaxy, much in the same way that Anakin thought. Um, yeah. So so he's he's whether this is a Star Destroyer or this is uh, whatever, wherever his home base is, um, that th- obviously with the, the Vader helmet being there, this is this is his private area. Um, I do like the, the, the reference on the, in the background there that just above that console, the, um, that sort of, uh, the jagged tooth shape, which is very, very reminiscent of, uh, Vader's healing chamber, his meditation chamber. chamber. Um, it's actually, it's it's the same shape. Um, so obviously meant to be reminiscent of that. So, so yeah, I, I think that this is a very intentional design choice. I think maybe we'll learn a little bit more about this in the lead up to the movie, but I think that this will be, this will be Kylo Ren attempting to convince everybody that he's actually, he's actually different from Snoke and different from Vader. But, uh, Mm. I think we know the truth. Um, And then we've got Poe and Finn. We've got Star Destroyers, X Wings, Y Wings. Uh, lots of Star Destroyers. Lots of Woo! Star Destroyers. Yeah. And we've got a bunch of First Order transports that appear to be uh, like sort of making their way down to the surface of that uh, of that Star Destroyer. So maybe that's maybe that's actually Rose on her way to pick up Finn and the others and and make the rescue as they uh, get ready to to launch their battle um mm-hmm. uh, in in space uh but uh oh man oh man look at all them star destroyers because i mean like in the foreground <laughs> yeah. we're obviously on one and then we've got one two three four five right there in the foreground six kind of into the background seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen oh, fifteen yeah. and then as you get further into the background the Certainly the shapes cool. blend together but that's just more star destroyers just lined up um yeah which is incredible uh, Kylo Ren unmasked. And then here's one of my favorite shots. Uh, what appears to be Palpatine in some sort of a, it looks like almost like a floating chair with some sort of apparatus. <coughs> Sorry. Which, yeah. which leads me to believe that he's, um, not entirely whole. Um, that this, that maybe this chair is keeping him alive in some way, mm-hmm. but, yeah. uh, see the lights on the chair and yeah, uh, uh, Ray yeah. in front of looks him. Like the hood. It definitely looks like the hood, and mm-hmm. we've got Ray in front of him, uh, looking like she's um ready to face him down, much like Luke in Return of the Jedi, but uh, but maybe a little bit in over her head. And this, yeah, um, she takes a step back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, reminds me of his line earlier. He says, "I, I, essentially like you, you, you come together." Uh, what does he say? He says. Um, you're you, basically saying you're coming together will be your defeat. Yeah, or, you're you're coming uh, together will be your undoing, and undoing, I yeah. it, that's that's it's said over all of the ships coming together and um and and everybody coming onto the cockpit of the Falcon, but I actually I'm leaning towards that actually being something that he says to both Kylo Ren and Rey, that they mm-hmm. go there together because actually, uh, because. If, if my theory about Kylo Ren and that white room is correct, I think that he is under the impression that he's building a better First Order, uh, his idea of a new Jedi Order, all of that stuff, and that he doesn't want to be evil in the same way that the Emperor and Snoke and Vader 
were bent on control and domination, right? That he's, that mm-hmm. he thinks that he's somewhere in between. Um, and that, and that Ray doesn't find it hard convincing him that, that now that they know that the emperor is a threat, that the, that that's what they need to, they need to join together in order to defeat the emperor. Um, and that maybe that's his path to redemption. Um, that's his path back from, from the yeah. side. Yeah. So, um, that's, uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, you, I, part of me is like, I kind of want to see something a little different than the standard good guy or bad guy, good girl, you know, and yeah. that whole kind of thing. So I'm kind of hoping for some kind of a, a twist, a spin, yeah. like you're saying, you know, is, is Kylo going to be redeemed? Um, that's certainly on the table. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are talking about, is it too, you know, formulaic, I don't know, the way you do it could change things. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's basically how the, the trailer ends, too. You get that final shot of uh, yeah. Ray with we the lights. That, we get, yeah, so. we get that final slow zoom in on Ray. It's not even really a zoom. It's just sort of a solid shot where with Luke saying the Force will be with you and then Leia coming in and saying always, Yeah. Um, which uh, is, is just a great way to wrap that trailer up so yeah i mean fantastic trailer um not not as i think um earth shattering for me as the force awakens trailer and the last jedi trailers were this one was much more um i think just because I think because there are so many mysteries and we know so little about the actual story and the way that things may or may not play out, um, that that the trailer is just intentionally vague on that front. And I'm fine with that. Like, I'm not saying that this is a bad trailer. I think this is a fantastic trailer. I just think that this this movie is a slow burn. Like, and and I think because they don't want to give anything away, um, it's all they're they're leaving it all uh for for game night you know uh and, yeah uh, felt, as they should as yeah. they should yeah i felt the same way i i you know i watching the trailer of course i loved it but you know i i personally i didn't think it was the best star wars trailer you know I, like you said i i think the, the the force awakens had a better trailer even the phantom menace back in the day uh that kind of blew everybody away yeah, yeah. um this one like you said i i just think there's this there's too much um not, not I get maybe surprise or you know like you said they just don't want to to ruin yeah. this thing they want to be a lot of just surprises yeah. and and I want it that way so I don't think you could do a trailer you know I think a lot of people are waiting for that one specific moment where you're gonna see Luke you're gonna see uh, yeah. the Emperor you're gonna see maybe Anakin or something like that you know what I mean and they're yeah. just not gonna do that in the trailer I think they yeah. want everybody to go into this and be super. Uh, surprise so and this thing is clocking in apparently at 235 2 hours and 35 uh, minutes yeah which would make it the longest uh movie i keep hearing that as well but uh yeah i it just overall i mean there's just like i said earlier man it's just there's just so many ways this can go it's like my son we were watching yesterday and he's like so what i mean what do you think and i go dude i have no idea like the last thing we knew was you know the first order uh, resistance is on the run with just a small band of people yeah. and the Millennium Falcon. The first order is pretty much taken over, um, and Kylo's leading it. That was yeah. that's kind of all we really know. And this coming into this thing, you're just seeing all these images, and 
you know, Ray and, and, and Kyler, which is probably the biggest thing, is what is going to happen between these two? How is this going to resolve? Um, you bring in, and then you bring in the Emperor in this thing, and you're Luke, and oh man, it's just, uh, I have no idea where this thing is going to go. It's just, and that's pretty cool to go into a movie going, here we go, JJ, man. It's, you know, it's on you. Let's do this. You know, I can't wait for December to see how this thing turns out. So, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of people are pretty stoked about this trailer, but, um, yeah, I the same way. But uh, like I said, I, I've seen better. Obviously, there's been better tra- Star Wars trailers, but yeah, I and, think, like and this said, isn't this isn't <sighs> the last we're gonna see. I mean, they obviously it's the final trailer, um, yeah. which means that it's the final full trailer. But you guys know how this goes. In about mm-hmm. a month, we're gonna start getting TV spots, and it's gonna be TV spot three, and then four, and then five, and then six, and seven, eight, nine, ten, and we're gonna see all of these TV spots in the lead up to the movie. Um, that are going to give us just another little, here's another little snippet. Here's another little glimpse. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about getting a little bit more information. I think we'll also get some more details once I, 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 the resistance reborn comes out. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I think they're holding off. I I, th- I think they're trying to to preserve the surprise of the movie, um, and also uh, just waiting for a couple of those other pieces of of marketing to hit, like the movie, the book tie-ins and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I gr- great trailer. Um, we got our tickets, and now it's just the countdown. Now it's just two yeah. months. Here we go. Two the months. Star Wars speculation begin and. Yeah, there's a lot of going to be a lot of speculation and theories, and uh, what do you think is going to happen? And uh, at this point, you can't you can't really rule anything out. Anything is funny. Like yesterday, going through Twitter, you just you someone will say something like, "Oh, what about this?" And just like you're saying about when Ray and and Kyla were were it looks like they're fighting in the white area there, they hit that whatever that thing is. Uh, you know, first everybody's like, "Oh, you know, they're going after this," and then after a few minutes, they're like, "Wait a minute, maybe they are fighting, and maybe that's just." You know, just um, ca- you know, part of the casualties of what's going on in that in that scene. So it's just everything is open right now. Yeah. I mean, there's really you can't really shut anything out, which is incredible. You know, uh, to to think about this movie and and where it's gonna go. It's uh, it's hard to explain to people too. You know, like, hey, what do you think of the trailer and where do you, where do you think it's going? It's like I, it can go. In so many different ways, I have no idea right now. This trailer didn't do anything as far as plot-wise, you know. Um, we can't really. You can try to pick a few things out, but you know, who knows where in, in sequence these things are? You know, it's just uh, it's crazy. Most of the time, you know, the trailer for Force Awakens it was a lot of the first third of the movie. Um, I can't remember the, how the last Jedi was, but this one it seems like it is kind of jumping around. So. Yeah. Woo, a lot of great, just fantastic visuals, those stuff, just these epic sweeping shots that uh, that we kind of expected JJ to pull off. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure, and I'm sure more yeah. will kind of come to light and people will come up with theories and stuff like that. So we'll have lots to talk about in the next, yeah. uh, in the next few weeks as we kind of yeah. digest this and, and maybe get a little bit more detail and see, get some more articles from EW or wherever empire, etc. Yeah. So, um, yeah, with that, let's uh, let's jump into the recap. Let's do it. Calculate the jump, Chop. How is my boyfriend doing? 
Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. Kenobi. Ahsoka! Kenobi! Hand it over, Ewok. No! So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue? Not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome! Now, it's time for the Rebel Cells. Episode Recap. All right, uh, so now we're jumping into uh, Live Fire, uh, directed by Stuart Lee, and actually a new writer. Um, she was actually on Twitter, Marguerite Scott. Uh, yeah. She's really proud of the episode and did a fantastic job, so shout out to what I believe is a, a new writer. But uh, we'll kick it off. In the Aces Lounge, Hype and the other pilots lament how they performed in battle against the First Order. Captain Doza suggests a train under experienced combat pilots. He names Eager as the new squadron leader and anoints Kaz as an ace. This new scenario irritates Hype, but Tor insists that if Eager can make them better pilots, they must try. So, again, uh, starting off on the Colossus um, with the aces here, in their, in their lounge... Um, hype is back, obviously, and it, it, they're kind of licking their wounds after this uh, this fight, Mike, uh, with the pirates, or you know, fighting with the pirates. Um, and they they realize that fighting against the pirates is nothing like fighting against the first order. I mean, this is yeah. on another level here. And even Doza knows, uh, Captain Doza knows they're they're outmatched. So what do you do? You just like, hey, let's bring in Yeager uh, and Kaz. Uh, these guys have obviously experience uh, that we obviously know. Um, yeah. And let's have them uh, train this team. Yeah, and it kind of goes yeah. over not very well. It doesn't go over too well, though. Yeah, we kind of talked about this. I can't even say last week, the other day, uh, <laughs> when we were yeah. recording yeah. the last episode. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Obviously, the aces are a little bit reluctant to uh, to to um, accept Kaz. And when I say the aces, we're mostly talking about hype. Um, the, the other aces seem not not as put out by it but they're they all do kind of protest a little bit um but uh but yeager they've gotten they there's no contest i mean like yeager is a is a hero of the rebel alliance and the galactic civil war so um yeager yeager's gonna gonna show them what's up um yeah i mean like i i don't imagine that this recap is gonna take us too long to get through because uh this episode is fairly by the numbers um there's not really a lot of uh, interpretive stuff. There's something interesting in the uh, in the Tam storyline that, but when we get to it, but but um, sure. but this is more of a straightforward adventure. Um, but here, I'll I'll continue. Uh, meanwhile, Tam, Jace Rucklin, and Lynn Gava fall in late for a flight exercise. The stern lieutenant Gallic admonishes them for arriving with their helmets off and orders them to their ships. So we see a little bit more of the uh, of the first order way of business i really like her line in here of like like you haven't earned uh you haven't earned earned that freedom or earned earned your identities or something like that um just kind of kind of showing that like oh the the higher ranked members of the first order are perhaps not indoctrinated they haven't they're not um conditioned and uh, because their their career it's almost like the difference between like enlisted and 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 officers Right. Um, that, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. there's kind of these two, two echelons. Um, and, uh, I, 
it's meant to, like, I mean, like they are meant to, to feel like they are cogs in the machine and that's going to come up. It's going to come up later. Um, they're replaceable. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Tam. Yeah. Tam's finding it difficult uh, already. So, somewhat difficult to adjust to the ways of, of, you know, being a tie pilot for the first order here. Yeah. And like you said, um, this, you know, them coming in without their helmets on, it's actually, you know, this Lieutenant Gerald, it's, it's kind of in line with, with any, uh, military type thing. It's, it's, you know, you're arriving late. You you don't have. You're not ready to go. You can expect to get uh, some harsh words, you know, or or some discipline um, when you show up to something like that. So yeah. that I didn't really. I didn't think that was too harsh or something for Lieutenant Gerald to do. But um, again, Tam is really finding out what this is all about real yeah. fast. Um, the Aces commence with their own training exercise: non-lethal combat against Yeager and Kaz above an ice moon. Despite the uneven teams, Kaz and Yeager make quick work of the aces who, fall, who fail to work together. Upon returning, Hype angrily quits the aces. So this is, uh, I, you know, I, I talked about this last weekend, and, and it, sure enough, it, it really played out in this mm-hmm. first scene as far as, I, you know, I felt like I was watching Viper Jester up there against Maverick and Iceman, you know, on their training uh, in Top Gun. I mean, I, I love that stuff, you know. So uh, for their first mission, you know, it's it's Yeager and Kaz, you know, they're like, what? Uh, and Griff, you know, it's like, and actually Griff, he makes a comment too that's really a, kind, of, kind of an important comment. He, mar- he remarks that uh, not being concerned about um, one another is a reason why they lost. And it, it goes back again. Yeah. The Imperials, yeah. And it'll go back to what what uh, the First Order is talking about, about, um, you know, you don't worry about other people you just worry about yourself but uh yeah like i said i felt like it was viper jester you know that's like you got to stay focused you don't leave your cover uh you know don't you don't veer off if you think you got something if it looks easy you never veer off you always stay with your main man so i just kind of love that whole vibe of this whole thing any thoughts on that mike yeah no i think i think you nailed it yeah it's 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 very uh it's very top gun um and and but in a way that it's not like they don't hit you over the head with the references. It's just yeah. very inspired by. For sure. Yeah. Um, here, let me continue. Uh, Hype goes to Aunt Z's and Kaz soon joins him. Hype chases him off an antenna twitching in annoyance. And Tora soon comes to talk with her fellow ace. We're all stronger when we're together, she tells him. So um, this is good because I think Tora is kind of showing the strength of her character. Obviously, she trusts Kaz. She knows what kind of a guy he is. Um, and even if uh, even if it rubs some of the other aces the wrong way, she knows um, not only is he a, a, a good pilot, but he's also a good person. And uh, and he he's he's actually kind of a bit of a leader. Um yeah. So she's willing to, yeah. uh, and she she definitely appeals to Hype's ego a lot in this. Yeah, she also mentioned something about admitting to being a little scared about what's going on too. So, but yeah, again, that stronger together uh, sense she says it's, that was a kind of important thing. So, uh, the First Order cadets commenced their live firing training with the goal of destroying the most X-wing drones. But when friendly fire tags Ruckland, he spins out of control toward the mothership. Tam chases, gently bumping Jace's craft away and onto a safe path. Gaelic angrily recalls the cadets. So you get that juxtaposition between, yeah. you know, how how these guys do it on the, um, you know, Tam and uh, Tam. The First Order 
their way of doing things, you know, and their, and their yeah. resistance. So, yeah, it's um, interesting about, you know, it's, it's kind of neat they were using uh, the X-Wings as their uh, their drones. Yeah. Uh, going after the X-Wings. And they're using live, it comes with the uh, title of this actual episode, they were using live fire, which I thought was interesting mm-hmm. too. So, um, um, no fake stuff. Yeah, and uh, the thing that I found the most interesting about this is that this actually very, very closely mirrors the uh, the incident that got uh, Han Solo kicked out of the Navy. Oh, the yeah, Navy, yeah. The scene that's uh, deleted from from Solo. That's right. Um, it's, yeah. it's very, very similar. Because Han similarly breaks formation in order to uh, save somebody else and manages to mangle two TIE fighters in the process. And then they, they dress him down in a very similar way of like, uh, I, you know, you, it's it instead of one TIE fighter destroyed, now we have two, two wrecks, right? And it's like... Right. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that that was really interesting. I and and it has to be intentional. There's no way that they accidentally wrote this to be very similar. Um, yeah. yeah, I I I feel like that was them going in and reusing a story that's not. It's not. I mean, it is canon, but it's not official. I I haven't read. Um, there's a there's a Han Solo, uh, Imperial Cadet, uh, uh, comic book. I haven't read it yet, but um, maybe maybe there's more in there. But uh, mm. yeah, I, I did. I like that it was inspired by that deleted scene from Solo. Yeah, yeah, it's, it all comes around as far as Jason and and Tam and and this whole exercise was. Um, it was just like, hey, whoever gets the most hits, mm-hmm. you know, is is the is the one, you know. So they're not necessarily flying with due regard for each other, and that's what causes no. this this with, with this problem. So anyway, go ahead, Michael. Yeah. Uh, with his typical theatrics and bravado, Hype announces his return to the Aces. Eager assigns Kaz as Hype's lead in the next training session above the Ice Moon, much to the surprise of both pilots. So obviously he's going to pair these two up so that they can uh, learn from one yeah. another. But mostly mostly right. he wants Hype to, to kind of lose the attitude. So he's going to put him with Kaz, which is the last person that he wants to be with. Um, right. Yeah classic situation there as they fly over the planet's surface a giant beast emerges and follows hype's ship the aces switch to lasers but their weapons have no effect on the beast's impervious exterior as eager maneuvers below the creature uh as as eager maneuvers maneuvers below the creature it grabs the ship so we got this um giant ice they manta call ray? It? it's called yeah it's called the jacusk the jacusk jacusk okay I had to look that one up. I had to find out what that was. Yeah, so they uh, it's a flying ray creature called the Jakus. So there you go. Everybody cool. needs to know that. That's a trivia there. Trivia. That might come up some damn trivia. Um, like like yeah. I said, this is where it gets really straightforward. Like this is just basically an action sequence for the rest of it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Hype has an idea. Since they can't hurt the creature, they should target the ice pillars. As the beast draws Yeager's ship towards its massive jaws, Hype gives the command. Firing together, they topple a pillar onto the animal, and it frees Yeager. So, uh, good suspense, good, good, uh, good, good working together of the team, um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, like this creature is really cool looking. Um, obviously, all the Aces ships are cool. Like it's a it's a great environment. I think uh, this is 
this is the, the show that I think we all wanted, right? Like, this is what, when they told us about mm-hmm. Star Wars Resistance, it was like, oh, yeah, okay, these racers, but it's called Resistance, and Poe Dameron's in it, so, like, they're gonna, they're gonna basically whip these guys into a squadron, and now we're finally getting that, so. Uh, yeah, and- right. And they learn, uh, obviously, in the second, the second mission, uh, they kind of learn to work together, obviously, and, yeah. You know, they can't use their blasters, so they got to think of another way. And actually, Hype is the one that comes up with this plan yep. to shoot the ice pillars. And uh, they end up feeding the, defeating the Jakusk and freeing Gear. So back in the Star Destroyer hangar, though, Galen berates Tam for her actions, informing the cadet that her rocks cost her the role of squadron leader. Your job was to destroy the enemy, she says, not rescue lesser pilots who shouldn't have survived on their own Merit. So Tam is reprimanded, Mike, and loses her spot as his training squad leader for yeah. saving Rucklin during their live fire exercise. So yeah. Galen, uh, or Gaelic explains outright that the First Order believes in, quote, survival of the fittest while reprimanding Tam for, uh, you know, helping Rucklin with his tie going under control. So again, there's that, there you go. It's survival of the fittest. They don't care yeah. about, you know, working together. It's just whoever is the best one goes out there and 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 does it so and and this is where that you know earlier griff was talking about this is why we lost and there you go right there survival of the fittest so yeah and it's why the first one is gonna lose right yeah yeah i know right (laughs) um but uh yeah go ahead go ahead uh at aunt z's the pilots are joyous and hype expresses gratitude towards his wingmates torah and kaz were right he says we make a mighty good team together. He welcomes Kaz into the aces, though his antenna still twitches when Kaz's hug lingers a little too long. So you know, I mean, like they, it, Kaz is still a bit of a a, a bit of a goofball, um, right. but uh, hype's pretty goofy too. So uh, it's it, it's it is one of those instances of like you guys are more alike than you realize. Um, <laughs> But yeah. uh, but they're gonna learn they're gonna learn to work together as a team because they have to in order sure. to protect the Colossus, right? So, um, I mean, like, so we saw a lot of ships in that trailer for the Rise of Skywalker, but we did not see the Colossus or any of the Aces in mm-hmm. that shot. Um, now, obviously, it's one shot, and there's still a lot of hope that the Colossus is gonna make it through this battle, and uh, and the Aces along with it. Maybe not all of the Aces, but. Um, but hopefully, hopefully most of them. Um, so yeah, I'm still I'm that? still holding Ooh. out hope that we're gonna see Kaz and the Colossus in wow. amongst everybody else. I wouldn't expect it, but if they do, I mean, I, I would tip my hat. And go, man, that's some really great, you know, cross, yeah. you know, ju- not ju- across, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call medium. it, yeah, yeah, medium, yeah, it's, it would be pretty cool especially for the hardcore fans you know i mean like I said, it's other fans probably wouldn't even notice but the hardcore fans are gonna be like oh that is so cool to see that just like we're doing with the ghost shadow caster like, exactly that's cool and that's yeah. exactly it is that i know that resistance doesn't have as much of a following as star wars rebels did but uh but but it would be nice if if this wasn't all for nothing right like Star Wars Resistance needs to be building towards something that's going to not affect the movies, but like play out in the movies, yeah. right? right. Um, <clears throat> kind of in the same way that it was building towards the end of uh, The Force Awakens, right? So, in last season. So, 
um, yeah, I don't know. I, my, I hope that, that we do get to see, uh, that we get to, do get to see the Colossus and, uh, and everything else, uh, everyone else, uh, in that, uh, and maybe even the pirates as well. But, uh, uh, who knows, who knows what we'll get to see. Um, it's all, it's all kind of up in the air. Um, like we said, that trailer was great, but it didn't answer any questions. Right. <laughs> it only asked more. Um, Just more, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. but, uh, but I think that does it. I think that does it for this episode. Um, yeah. thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, next week, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about hunt on Selsor three, the pirates mm. volunteer to find food for the Colossus, but Kaz doesn't trust them. Kaz and Tora go on the hunt, but run into big problems. I, uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, it sounds like another adventure episode. Um, unfortunately mm-hmm. it sounds like it's not in Starfighters, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> hopefully it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I like the pirates, yeah. so it's just, that should be fun, but yeah, uh, cool. That, uh, that does it for this episode. Thank you for listening. As always, you can stay up to date with all the latest Star Wars animation news by heading to rebelcells.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rebels podcast on Twitter at rebels podcast and on Instagram at rebel cells. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ArcWolf, A-R-K-W-U-L-F. And you can follow Matt on Twitter and Instagram at the Crankster. That's Crankster with a K. Uh, and you guys know we're part of the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Head to Thunderquack.com to check out all the other great podcasts in the network. And uh, if you like what you hear, you can support us in two ways. First, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. And uh, second, by going to patreon.com slash thunderquack to chip in with your monthly pledge of support and get access to exclusive podcasts as well as many other uh good little treaty rewards i we're we're in it man it's the final stretch uh we are headed very quickly through star wars resistance season two the final season into the Mandalorian, which is going to bring us right up to the doorstep of the rise of Skywalker and past that. And, uh, it's going to be good. Uh, the rest of 2019, uh, there's lots to look forward to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we will catch you guys on next week's episode for hunt on Selsor three. <laughs> <laughs>